Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, January 31st. Embattled Republican Congressman George Santos is voluntarily stepping down from the two committees he was just placed on. This, while most of his constituents back home would like him to resign. It's been pretty clear the entire month of January since the new Congress came into being that George Santos, that Republican congressman from New York who has been exposed as a pretty serial liar in terms of his resume, who has a ton of questions swirling around him about his campaign finances and about his truthfulness on sworn certified documents as a candidate for Congress, that he is nothing but a headache and a distraction for this new House Republican majority. And as you know, for the last many weeks, we've talked about on this podcast, Kevin McCarthy, the House Speaker, and his fellow Republican leaders continue to pursue a strategy of nothing to see here. They need his vote. They are not looking to have a special election and have him vacate the seat and potentially flip it to the Democrats. And so they've been dealing with the avalanche of bad headlines and distractions. I mean, for a freshman member of Congress to have the Capitol Hill press corps chasing him everywhere he goes indicates to you this is probably not a story that Kevin McCarthy would like to remain on the front pages. However, there has been the slightest bit of movement here in this story, which is that we learned Kevin McCarthy and George Santos met yesterday. Apparently, McCarthy called him up to his office. And the way that they're telling the story is that Santos voluntarily decided to step off of his committees until all of these ethics and legal questions hovering around him are settled. So remember, McCarthy just took lumps for having Santos placed on the Committee on Science, Space, and Technology, as well as the Committee on Small Business. Now, two sort of low-level committees in the House, but committee assignments nonetheless for this extraordinarily controversial member. And McCarthy has said time and again that this is something that the voters in New York are going to have to deal with. But in this decision to leave these committees, Santos put out a statement saying this will now allow him to, quote, take time to properly clear my name before returning to my committees. So clearly no suggestion that he's looking to actually leave Congress or resign his seat. I'm confident I'll be clear because I have nothing to hide. McCarthy said that he believed Santos's decision was the right one. We had a discussion and he, he, he asked me if he could do that. So I thought it was the appropriate decision. He'll have a voice here in Congress. And until he um, answers all those questions, then he'll at that time, he'll be able to be seated on committees. Now, Santos also said earlier today that he has taped an interview with a media outlet last night and that that would air today. Now, it's not clear which media outlet or when it would air, at least not clear at the time of recording this podcast on Tuesday afternoon. But Santos said it will make headlines. Look out for uh, breaking news today. It should be fun. It should be very comprehensive, too. You'll recall that Santos has been promising for some time that he was going to speak publicly about all these issues and address all of the questions uh, swirling around him. 
But if you think that Santos's decision to step away from the committees is one that now is going to sort of open the floodgates for the Republican leadership to pile on and say maybe he should pack his bags, that is not happening. In fact, my colleague Manu Raju was pressing House Republican Conference Chair Elise Stefanik, a Republican member of Congress from New York, like George Santos, about whether or not she had any regrets for her support of George Santos in the campaign, both her political support and her financial support. She basically dodged the question, but clearly did not offer up that she has any second thoughts about it. Like all of my colleagues, uh, particularly in New York State, uh, I supported George Santos as the nominee and the people of his district voted to elect him. Again, this process is going to play itself out. I've already commented on this numerous times, but ultimately voters are going to make that decision. And perhaps one Republican breathing the biggest sigh of relief is the chairman of one of the committees that Santos was assigned to be on. Roger Williams, the chairman of the Small Business Committee, said today that this will alleviate what has clearly become a distraction. Well, I think until there's a level of what he thinks the issues that he's a distraction from are over with. So and again, it's about the committee. It's not about one person. And as you might suspect, Democrats are not letting this moment of Santos leaving the committees and the Republicans needing to address that go by without comment. Here is House Democratic Chair Pete Aguilar. I'm just struck by the the chaos, confusion, dysfunction uh, of the Republican conference. We have said from the very beginning that George Santos is not fit to serve. Uh, on any committees. Republicans defended him initially as they as they announced his committee appointments. Uh, so uh, I'm pleased that they agree with us now. I just don't know if we can trust them, if this is just the decision of the week or if this is the final decision. And all of this comes as we have brand new poll numbers from New York's third congressional district. A Newsday Siena College poll released today shows the overwhelming majority of Santos's constituents believe that he should resign from Congress. Seventy eight percent of voters in this poll from that district say so. And listen to it broken down by party, folks. Eighty nine percent of Democrats believe Santos should resign. Seventy two percent of independents and even seventy one percent of Republicans. I don't recall seeing poll numbers like this for a member of Congress. And look how unfavorably he's viewed in this poll. Eighty three percent of voters in the district hold an unfavorable view of Santos. Only seven percent view him favorably. That is perhaps the worst fave unfave, as it's called in the polling world, I've ever seen on an office holder. So why now? Why Does Santos come to this decision to leave the committees? Why does he feel pressure that all of a sudden he needs to cave to on this front? Why are Republicans eager to see this moment come right now after weeks of basically burying their head in the sand and letting this all move forward and putting him on committees? Well, it might have something to do with the fact that Kevin McCarthy and House Republicans are in the midst of kicking Democrats off committees. We talked about how the speaker has sought to remove Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff from the House Intelligence Committee and how... The Speaker is planning to take a full House vote on the floor of the House to have Ilhan Omar, the Democratic congresswoman from Minnesota, removed 
from her committee assignment at the House Foreign Affairs Committee. In fact, Marjorie Taylor Greene came out of this morning's Republican conference meeting and talked about the Santos situation and directly tied it to what the GOP is trying to do with Omar. He just felt like um, that there was so much drama, really, over the situation, and um, especially what what we're doing to work to remove Ilhan Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee. So take it from Marjorie Taylor Greene. That probably has more to do with the timing of this development than anything else. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you do like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.